Hey guys, welcome back for this week's episode. We hope you're ready to pursue your goals with us and discover your full potential. You're listening to Dream Life Junkies. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Mia. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited for this episode. I think it's a really fun one. Me too. Spring is my one of my favorite times of year. It's finally becoming <laughs> summer. It's so exciting. So today's episode is going to be a little pick-me-up and encouragement to take some time out of your busy calendar to hit refresh on certain aspects of your life. This episode is to remind us all that sometimes we need to have a cleanup in our lives. We need to get rid of things that aren't serving us and replace them with new things that does. It can be both motivating and energizing. And since our self-care needs change over time, because we change and things around us change, like what responsibilities and obligations we have, our schedules and the weather, then springtime makes it the perfect time of the year to push that reset button. Yeah, spring's like a time of rebirth, I feel. Like you feel very revitalized. It's a time to get rid of old things and bring in the new. It's a time when you can refresh your energy, realign yourself with the direction you're trying to go in and your purpose and your routines, your goals. I love this time of year because the days get longer, as we said, the weather gets better, and doing a big clear out in all areas of your life is gonna make you feel so much lighter and so much more intentional. So the first thing you can do as a prep to this whole cleaning process is to think about what types of self-care seem to work the best for you. For example, some people like getting solo time outdoors, while others prefer to recharge in large group of people. So consider how your current practices are making you feel doing and after, and then compare that to how you want to feel and make changes that bring these two answers closer together. Yeah. What are some of the things you can do every day to implement more self-care? Because you're only, uh, I've had this before, where you shouldn't pour from your own cup. You need to fill your own cup up first, and it should always be as full as possible. And everything that overflows, that's for everyone else. But you can't be pouring out of your own cup because it's going to be empty and you're going to be depleted. So there's definitely things I try and do every day um, for my own self-care. For me, it's like a daily walk in the sun, going to the gym, listening to my favorite music or listening to podcasts, making sure I'm talking to friends or my boyfriend throughout the day or making time for friends, that kind of stuff. What about you, Mia? What are things you do every day for your self-care? I recently have started to work out the first thing in the morning because then I can make more time to do all the things I want to do as make more time for my friends you know, go out and do fun stuff. Or now that the days here in Denmark at least are getting longer, I can actually go for a walk now in the evenings. Just being outside for me right now, I just love it. And yeah, there's so many more things that you can do for yourself to, you know, do some decluttering right now, doing spring for you to feel better. 
And some of the first things that we want to share with you guys is how you can, you know, clean up in your digital area of your life. Yeah. Your digital space being cluttered, like, takes up a lot of mental space because we're using our phones so often. Like, how many, how many text notifications do you have, Mia? You probably have none, actually. Knowing I, have, I have absolutely none. Right? You know what? Yeah. Right, right before this, we, we sat down to record, I literally deleted all my um, text messages I had. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, when it comes to like the digital area of my life, I clean out everything. My mailbox, oh. my mailbox is completely clean. Like I'm very good at like decluttering my digital. Like the diff- it's actually so funny because I have so many photos. Let me see how many photos I have. I have 46,700 photos. 46? And Mia, Mia probably has, mm, I'm guessing like 3,000. Yeah, 3,400. Mia, like, it was so funny because I we take a lot of photos if we go somewhere. You know you know how you are when you're a girl, you're just, like, happy snapping, basically. Yeah. And I never really delete the, the ones that aren't good, are kind of redundant. But Mia will go down and she'll make sure there's only, like, one photo in that certain frame and she'll get rid of all the rest. And I, I really need to start doing that because – it's so nice. Like you can just give your phone to someone and go through, they can go through your phone and everything is so organized in your camera roll. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that comes from. I've, I've always been good at like cleaning up my phone. I think I it's feel like I'm too far gone now. I can't do that with my camera roll. <laughs> I broke it. You know what's funny? When I moved to America, I didn't have much. I think I had like 8,000. Wow. It's crazy. So in three years, I've taken a lot of photos. So photos is a good one. Also the notes app. I feel like, like for me, at least I'm always opening up the notes app and I'm writing random notes. And so it can get really disorganized. I haven't really figured out a great system yet. I did organize things a while ago into different folders and you can actually have subfolders now as well as the little pinned ones up the top. I really like that one. But I have different folders. So I have checklists and notes, self-growth, health and fitness, business, and finances. So I've tried <laughs> I've tried to separate them into folders. I'm not very good at keeping them. Oh, my gosh. I've never known you can add a folder. Yeah, and there's, like, subfolders as well. What? That's and I actually... I actually lock some notes. I really like that feature because it's harder for me to accidentally delete it. <laughs> well, there is that feature that you can go into like the trash recently deleted. Yes. I have a lot of notes. I have 250 notes. <laughs> Brooke, what is that with you? I have, I have a lot of business ideas. <laughs> <laughs> business ideas. <laughs> Love it. Um, also my, like, I'm saying all this stuff and I used to be really good at it, but when my life gets really busy, it's, I'm not super consistent. Um, but keeping your email organized, it, there's a, there's a website and an app called unroll.me and have you ever heard of it? No, never. So it helps with unsubscribing. I'm not exactly sure how well it works because I feel like it only puts it into like a spam folder or something. They might have changed it now so that you actually do unsubscribe. But I know it used to just, you know, move it to a spam folder. But 
but it's an app and it helps speed up um, unsubscribing from emails so that you can get to inbox zero and have like no, none of these random emails coming through anymore, which is really nice. Yeah. It, it really bothers me having all of the like random, you know, random people trying to tell me, sell me things, you know? Yes. Like, oh my gosh, my mom needs money for surgery in South Africa. Like you have <laughs> to send the money right now. Yeah. But like clothing, clothing places and <sighs> things too. on sale. Like if you don't have these influences popping up, they also have them on text now. So I, that's a good tip is to unsubscribe from those things if you have subscribed. But if you don't have that influence popping up, you're probably going to be saving a lot of money because mm. it's not it's not things you were searching for. It's something that just popped up and then it caught your eye. Yeah, it's very that's you know that's giving in for impulse impulsive yeah. buying stuff that yeah. you really don't need. We've talked about it in our financial episode. Just like commercials in general, they're so dangerous, and you you just need to be really good at and be be aware that they're trying to just sell you stuff you don't need it. Yeah. If you weren't searching for it, you probably don't need it. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, subscriptions as well, like going into your Apple um, account on the Apple app. Yeah. yeah. And making sure you don't have active subscriptions you're not using. Or I was really bad. We have a thing in the US called ClassPass. And it's really good. It's like a, it's like a fitness class. Uh, membership but you can go to all different classes in your area in LA and Orange County I was on an $80 membership like I did the trial <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I accidentally forgot to cancel it and oh. so it charged me $80 and I forgot like two months in a row <laughs> oh no but, but it's very cool though you can use it like on facials and massages um like b12 shots like it doesn't have to just be yoga pilates boxing Anyway, it's making, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> making sure you don't have any recurring subscriptions you're not using, including like TV ones mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I did that. I think I said yeah, that I as well that. in a previous episode. I realized after two months, I, I hadn't been using, you know, Netflix. So I actually canceled it and I haven't been using it. Like I haven't had the need to use it since. Yeah. And Netflix, it's... It might not be that expensive, but after 12 months of paying for something and not using it, it's, it adds up. It does, especially if you're doing it for multiple things. Decluttering your apps on your phone too. Oh, yeah. I, when I was younger, the way I, I guess I would still do it like that now, but if you go into your settings and go reset home screen, it'll throw all of your apps into the home screen like all out of the folders because right now right now I have everything hidden I, I basically just have my front page and then a second page and everything else is hidden in the folders mm. um, so it's more clear but if you throw them all out onto the home screen and then go through every single one and just think okay did I have I used this in the last six months or a year and if you haven't you probably don't need it I mean what's the worst that happens you just re-download it right so that's a good way to actually go through everything, you know, be a little more ruthless about it. Hmm. Okay, let's talk about decluttering your belongings. This is like one of my favorite things to do. I'm kind of addicted to getting <laughs> rid of things. Um, but it's really, it's nice to have just a day where you 
clean up your whole place. Maybe first you just clean your whole house just so it's clean cosmetically. Then you can go in and focus on little areas and be more thorough. So the way that I like to do it is that I'll pick one area. So say my closet or under the bathroom cabinet and I'll take everything out, every single thing. And then I'll treat it as though I'm shopping through my own belongings. So I'll say, okay, say if you have like all this bulk, like shampoo and conditioner or whatever, whatever you have there, would you buy that now if you're going to the store? And if you aren't, if you wouldn't buy it, then I, I would recommend just getting rid of it. Obviously, you don't want to be wasteful, but maybe you can find find a home for it maybe a friend would want it or something I think that's a good way to do it otherwise you have all this stuff sitting around that's never going to be used and it might just expire you know yeah that's another thing I literally last week I cleaned out my toiletries all like old skincare stuff and I realized a lot of it I had for probably almost two years the same goes with makeup you probably have some concealer or foundation laying in your makeup bag and it's probably probably more than one year old. And I think it says on the bottles, I'm not really sure when it comes yeah. to makeup, but at least skincare, it literally says there's like this little container that has an open lid and then a number, that little um, emoji or whatever you want to call it, that's that actually tells you how long this will can last after being opened and usually usually it's only like 12 months so if you have a product that is more than 12 months old just throw it away because it's old and you don't want to put that stuff on your face no i mean we don't we want clear skin we don't want to yeah. be breaking out from old products exactly and i did that literally a week ago and i was disgusted with <laughs> how much shit i had laying around yeah, that's the thing. If you just leave all this stuff laying around and you keep accumulating more because you forgot you already had some things, then they will be just sitting there and they might expire. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people pay attention to when things expire, but... Well, try and be um, minim- minimalistic about your skincare. Only buy yeah. maybe the same brand. Try and find a brand that you really like and only buy that. Yeah, I love, I love doing that. And I, yeah. I always try... And just have one of each. With, yeah. with pretty much everything I own, I just try and have one of each. I don't try and bulk buy. I know that that can be um, cheaper in the long run, but with some things. But if I have a moisturizer or something, I'm not going to buy another one until it's completely done. Exactly. Because otherwise, I'll start using the new one and then I'll yeah. forget about the old one. They'll pile up. Yeah. With decluttering your clothes, I learned a good trick years and years ago and it's that so with all of your hanging clothes you put them in backwards so you hang the hanger backwards from the usual way you would do it and you just go about your life grabbing your clothes and then you when you've worn them and you're hanging them back up you put them the normal way so then say after six months you have all you look at all the clothes in your closet and you say oh well, the ones that I never turned back, I didn't use. And you can see visually what you actually didn't use in that six months. And that is a lot easier to kind of think, oh, do I actually need that? 
Like I don't use that. I love that. That's really, really smart. Yeah. Then you can't also, trick yourself. Like you can't be emotionally attached to it because then you have the evidence that no, Mia, you're not using it. Like you have to throw it away. Yeah. And then if even if you're still feeling attached, which sometimes I am, I'm like, oh, I spent money on that. Like I don't want to get rid of that. Yeah. But then I'll just put it in a bag or a big suitcase or something and put it in the attic or in a cupboard. And another six months go by. And if I, me not seeing it, and if I don't think about it or want it, then when I come back to it and I look through that bag or that suitcase, I think, oh, no, I'm just going to get rid of it. I'll sell it or I'll donate it because I don't, it has no value to me. I didn't even think mm-hmm. about it. And you know what? I, the last... It sounds like I'm fucking decluttering my life constantly. I swear I'm not, but <laughs> I've just been doing it a lot within the last six months. But for the last six months, I've actually cleaned out my closet two times. I've been really good at being like, even though I really like a piece of clothing, I've been really good at, um, you know, telling myself, no, Mia, you, you have no use for this. Throw it out, even though I freaking love it. But then I have given it to my friends, like a big bag of clothes. I just gave it to my friends. And if I really miss a piece of clothing, I know I can just go borrow it from my friends. Exactly. I, you've given me a lot of your clothes. I remember you. I have? Ago. Yeah. When I left America? No, it was just, you were just clearing out your wardrobe once. Oh. <laughs> Do you still have any of a... I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I clear out my wardrobe so much. Yeah. I keep to a color scheme. Like I found my colors and my closet looks very aesthetic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like in a gradient of colors. See, I I tried to do that too because I always remembered when you just came to America, you basically only had black and white and a few like beige. Yeah. Or like brown colors. It's still like that really. (laughs) Yeah, but I love it because it's so easy to make all your individual pieces of clothing match together. I, my wardrobe is like full of colors. So sometimes I'm like, I don't have anything to wear because none of the colors really go well together. From now on, all the clothes that I buy, I'm trying to buy more basic colors. Yeah, neutral colors. It can be more fun to put together, you know, different outfits. And then I still have some of my really colorful clothing to give a pop of color to the outfit that I'm wearing yeah. with the neutral colors. I think a wardrobe should be based in neutral colors with, mm. like, with all of your basics. And then once you have that down, you can think, okay, well, what are the colors that suit my natural colorings? Like my skin tone, my hair color, my eye color. What are the colors that people compliment me in or that I feel good in or that you, you feel like you glow more in? And then once you find those colors, then that can become your full color scheme with the neutrals. Yeah. And then, so I just have white, black, beige, like a little gray, I guess. And then um, like an earthy green and then randomly red. Like they're all the colors that look good on me. And so I stick to them. And when I'm shopping, it really helps with like when you're shopping, because if if I see something I like, but it's not in my color scheme, I'm probably not going to buy it. Yeah. I won't waste time on it. See, I need to learn that. (laughs) (laughs) You're someone that suits colors, though. I don't suit colors so much. Thank you. But I still 
sometimes it's still hard for me to I have so much clothes but sometimes I feel like I can't put the outfits together yeah so it feels like a waste you know yeah okay well planning I love planning (laughs) I feel like it's taken me a really long time to find something that like a system that really works for me Mm. and only very recently like in the last month I've found what works for me I've tried Apple Calendar for years and Google Calendar and then the the to-do apps so but I found what works for me and that's like printable printables I just found on Etsy and I don't know if it's the most like I don't know what the word is are they free that no they cost they cost money but it's very inexpensive it's like I bought a I can send them to you (laughs) I I bought a weekly one, a monthly one, and then a daily one. And I've just been printing them out. I just print out five of the dailies and one month and one weekly one. And I just staple them together. It's not like they look nice, but it's, I guess it's not the most aesthetic setup. Um, but it's really been working for me. Just every in the evening, I'll write out my to-dos for the next day. It has, I have it here somewhere. So it has the to-dos, then I can write out my schedule for the day and try and fit in my to-dos. So if I'm trying to fit in the gym and a walk, I I can put those in and then I can plan everything else around it. It helps so much with time management because otherwise if I just went around went about my day knowing all the things I had to get done but didn't actually plan it out, I find that I don't get much mm-hmm. done. Yeah, you don't pay it enough attention. These planning sheets I really like too because it has fitness on it that you can like log your fitness, meditation, mood. I don't know about the mood part, but then you have to you have to send me this. Yeah, it's really good. Nutrition, um, gratitude, and then what I learned today, so you can review it at night. Oh, nice. I just loved it. It comprised all the things that I wanted in a in a planner, and I hadn't find found that in like a physical bound version. I feel like one day I'm going to release a planner. <laughs> Ooh, we can't wait but, for that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like planning helps so much with time management and being more effective with your time. And it'll help you get things done that you should, should, that should take priority, but also give you that allocated time to rest and relax without the guilt. Because I feel like okay. otherwise you can feel a little guilty. Yeah. I do that a lot, but I feel like, I feel like I've gotten to a really good spot now where I'm very disciplined about time management and like how to prioritize all my daily tasks. But the thing is, I don't write it down. So sometimes I can get really, it can get cluttered up in my head and I can feel very, very stressed. Also because, for example, today I came home from school. I knew we had to record. I only had one and a half hour. I also needed to shower, pack, a suitcase because I'm leaving for Holland next week and then also make dinner before we started recording. I knew I had to do all of these things, but I had no idea how much time to set off for each thing. And I feel like if you've already planned out all of these things, actually putting down like, oh, I have this much time, this much time, it will, it will just calm me so much more and I wouldn't have to like all of a sudden stress and then realize when I have completed the task that oh why was I so stressed before there was literally no need for it I obviously I made it so I feel like you need to send me that sheet and then I can (laughs) I can stop being stressed about everything 
Oh, it helps so much. It's, it's, I've been so productive this last month. I've like been in my zone. Let's jump into friends. This is a good, this is a good topic. I think spring cleaning, I don't know if you should spring clean your friends, but being more intentional about the people that you're letting into your circle, the people that you're letting occupy your time. I really do think that quality over quantity is always applicable to friends. It's nice to have a lot of friends, you know, have a lot of people you know, but I'm like, my life's busy. I can't nourish all of those friendships. I just can't. I just don't have the bandwidth. I wish that I did. Especially for us, having friends all over the world is is kind of difficult. And you can feel a little guilty, but you know, if they're a real friend, you all understand that you have to pay attention to your life that's like surrounding you right now. And that it doesn't mean you don't care about your friendship. I think if you can count your most important people on one hand, I think that that's a good way to put it and think, okay, have I checked in with these people this week? I think focusing on less people. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also questioning like, are your friends uplifting you? Are they motivating you? Are they encouraging you to be a better person and to do better? Is your relationship with them benefiting you in a positive way? Or is it negative? Do they gossip a lot? Are your friendships selfless? And do they have unconditional love for you? Or is your friendship based on maybe like a hidden agenda or something? Mm. Oh, yeah. And I think it's really important to make sure that you're nourishing the relationships with people who love you unconditionally. So your family and your old friendships as well. The people who genuinely care for you and the people you'll call when you need someone. Someone that you can always count on. So just have a think and make sure you're directing your energy to the right people and try and be more intentional with who you're spending your time with. I love this because, I don't know, I feel like this is something that takes up a lot of, it's something that is on my mind a lot with, you know, guilt right now for me because I'm, I, I'm so busy and I always feel so guilty for not, am I, you know, I, I keep thinking, am I doing enough for my friends? Am I, you know, reaching out to them enough? Are they like annoyed at me or stuff like that? But as you said, like the you're the people that really cares about you and that that wants to keep you in your life or in their life they will understand and they will they will help to reach out to me maybe because they're like we know she's busy but let me reach out to her right now but it's so important to just remember not to let them do do it all the time it's all about finding a balance but also become comfortable in knowing that your real friends will not all of a sudden, you know, turn on you just because you didn't reach out. I also think that kind of cleaning up your emotional health, I guess, is important. Um, Your emotional, your mental and emotional well-being is so important. And I think that it can be easily neglected with how busy we are. Mm. And so it's a great time to delve inward and really think about how things are going for you. Like, how is your mental health? What are the things that might be weighing down on you? I learned something years ago. I know I kind of made it up, I think. (laughs) But 
I'm sure I'm not the first person to, to do it, but I like to write down all of my problems on a piece of paper, everything that's spiraling around in my head, everything that's stressing me out and taking up mental energy and space. I write it all down on one page and then I make a column and I write the solution for each problem. Like if this is my problem, what is the solution? How do I fix it? And when you finish, you, you have a whole page full of your problems, but they're solved. It just, it honestly lifts so much weight off of your shoulders because you have all the solutions there and then you can just put them into action. I don't know if it sounds silly, but it, I just love, I love doing that. It makes me feel so much less stressed because everything's just simplified. Yeah, and it's and, right there in front of you. You you yeah. can't run away from it and be like, I don't know what to do. It's like, no, you literally wrote it down. It's right here. Yeah, and you won't be lazy about it because you, you're not thinking. It's just easier because it's like you're more focused. Yeah. On, it's, it's all there. You're in control and it's less passive. Um, yeah, I just think that that's, that's a really good tip for your mental health. If you have a lot going on, try and do that and it'll help simplify things for you. I love that. I think it's a good time of year if you've, like we said before, like implementing more self-care is really important and that's going to help nourish your emotional health. Um, but maybe it's a good time of year if you wanted to try out meditation or journaling or even just a point of spending five minutes or more a day with no distractions, just your thoughts. I feel like a lot of people honestly go through their whole day and they don't even, they're not even alone with themselves You're, because you have your phone or people are trying to occupy your attention. So there's something I heard a long time ago and it's to have at least one human thought before you touch your phone in the morning. And I try to make a point of that every day because my alarm's on my phone. So of course I turn that off, but I try and keep my phone on airplane mode most of the morning like well I'm getting up and ready and everything and have human thoughts like be alone with Brooke and what is Brooke thinking how is Brooke feeling and because I don't think it's not a very nice way to start your day if you're opening up your phone as soon as your eyes are open and then your thoughts are occupied with other people's lives on social media or all of the horrible things that are happening on the news and try and try and be with yourself don't let your thoughts be on autopilot and i think it sets you up for the day because if you start your day on autopilot you're just going to drift through the whole day and your days make up your life you don't want to live a distracted life you want to live an intentional and purposeful life and it isn't the small things because the small repeated things are ultimately what's going to make up our life Alrighty guys, thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could help a small podcast like ours get visibility. All you have to do is leave a review. Quick and easy, right? If you have any questions, topic ideas, or want to continue the chat from today's episode, you can find us over on Instagram and Facebook at Dream Life Junkies. Thanks guys for listening and we'll see you soon.